Welcome to the Creator Experience Podcast, episode 27. I am so excited about several things. I love fresh starts and I love the new year. I hope you do too. Listen, I know sometimes it's hard to start over. I know some of us set them goals. We get that gym membership and by like January 17th, we've already quit going to the gym. I hope that you're feeling whole and I hope that you're feeling ambitious about this new year. And this podcast, if any, is going to motivate you to the nth degree. I have Justin Kershaw's on the show. And this guy is a captain, former captain of the Michigan State University football team. He's got a thing called No Ordinary Tuesdays where he just gets fired up and tells you that in life, the day that's the most ordinary could be your greatest, which is Tuesdays. And he really wants to empower dads to be the best they can be with this Power Mobility Method Challenge. If you're a dad out there or you know a dad, send them to Justin. He's got some incredible workouts and uh, mindset things for fathers in particular. And this episode is so fun. I love Justin a ton. We've had some great people on the show, but Justin in particular is somebody I'm so excited for you to hear from because he speaks straight from the heart. He's got an incredible posture towards life and the pursuit of happiness and his faith and who he is with his family and how he's approaching business. So I hope you enjoy this. If you do, for this along to somebody, I think this could really be a podcast that helps someone out there. So if you like this, if you'll just hit that forward button, send it to somebody that needs to hear this today. And I hope you are inspired and encouraged to go live out that greatness within you. Because listen, you got something you need to unleash. Let's unleash it. Let's go get it. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Justin. All right, we going in on this podcast. I got Justin in the building. Justin, how you feeling? Billy Bowie, what's up, bro? My dude. Man, I am so like... Some podcast, you just sort of you just sort of start hype, like you don't really need a warm up. And I feel like you know you're you're a former football player who still looks like and acts like and probably still tackles like a collegiate all American stud muffin, all those things. Listen, I'm just a pitcher from Auburn University, and I know you could take me out, but but I'm like feeling froggy, like I want to like jump and spring and like try to challenge you on something. I don't know why I feel that way right now. Let's get it, man. That's why whenever I see you, I want to have a. Uh, epic freestyle battle so whatever you like want to do man just let me know i love it well those of those of you that are listening in um justin is an amazing friend we've gotten to know each other over this past year and you know when you meet somebody and it's extremely kindred of the things that you believe in that you value um, from faith to family to making an impact on the earth and i just really really appreciate you and what you're up to and i want the folks that are out there listening to appreciate you as well so uh, i want to make sure that um they get to know you so tell the uh, tell the folks about you yeah, Billy. Uh, my claim to fame are my three beautiful daughters and my super hot wife. I have three girls. My wife's name is Shakira. I'm a, a former athlete from Columbus, Ohio. I played at Michigan State. I was captain there. Signed with the Panthers. I was released. I thought I was going to be a big time college football coach, uh, but I made the decision to kind of focus on my family instead of uh, one of my biggest passions, which are sports. I started a couple of businesses. Um, venturing into uh, a movement of supporting dads. I've noticed that a lot of times uh, dads, once they turn about 27 years old, they start forgetting about themselves and they they kind of lose the methodology that made them successful. Their focus is on making money on their family, which is good, but then they lose themselves. So I'm focused on dads, uh, helping them get more powerful mentally, physically, emotionally. And yeah, man, I'm here talking to you, bro. I love it. And your, your passion is to help dads figure out this health side, but also the mental and emotional side. Yes. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. I noticed that 
you know, oftentimes the physical reflects the mental, the physical, the emotional. And if you're not right physically, you're not right in those other three areas that I just mentioned. And it's, uh, you know, this happened to me. It was my own experience where I got married. I had kids. I had a business. I was so driven to make money. But it's almost like when you're on an airplane and they say, put your mask on before you put the mask on of the person sitting next to you. I realized that I wasn't being my the best version of myself and my my family was like that. It's like, you know, uh, I went to Michigan State and I do a radio show, Selfish Plug, every Friday, Kershaw's Corner. And I always say we. I refer yeah. to Michigan State as we. You know, we scored a touchdown. You know, we need to do better this. We need to do better that. But I'm sitting on my butt watching the game. And it's, a, it's the same thing with a family. It's representative leadership where the more powerful I am, the more powerful my family's going to be. It's all about we. So, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's what I, I try to encourage dads to be. And uh, they can be – It's it, power is a gift, and it's also a responsibility, and dads have power to change the world. Ah, come on. You get me fired up about that. And I, there, there's one statement that I hear so often, and I used to throw it away as kind of frou-frou or too woo or too like weird or out there sort of thing. But the statement that I feel like you live your life on and that I'm learning to live my life on is how you show up for others. It's like how you show up to things. Yeah. And, and I think, I think for me, I'm learning, I used to think that was kind of weird. Like, Oh, what do you mean how I show up? And now it's, it's how I'm taking care of myself outside of when I show up for my wife, when I show up for my kids, when I show up for the people that I work with to show up for my clients, to show up with this idea or how to show up for this freestyle battle or whatever, whatever I'm doing, yep. it's how I show up. So just, just diving like level 15 deep with you, how do you focus on showing up for others? When you think about how Justin does that, what does that mean for you? Yeah, bro, that, that's uh that word, like show up that statement that changed my life. And just to be clear, Billy, when you show up in a very powerful way, authentic way, I feel like when somebody meets you, it's a, this crazy experience. But anyways, I, I, uh, I have two inventions. I'm going to answer your question. I've had two inventions that received U.S. patents over the past couple of years. Yeah. And I, met a, I met a guy named Chris Hawker. He is the LeBron James of the invention world. And, um, you know, Chris is kind of an unlikely friend. He's like a hipster, kind of like not into sports. He's not a Christian, but it's all good. He's I love the guy. Anyways, he recommended I do this leadership training. And I reluctantly did the leadership training. It took time. It cost money. But I did it because he recommended it. So I do the the leadership training. And once you sign up, you have to agree that, you're not going to be late. And if you're late, you get kicked out of the training. You don't re- receive a refund. So it was the second part of the second day of the training. I go and I come late and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm late. This like stinks. So I went up to the door a little arrogantly, like, you know, what are they going to say to me? I'm somewhat successful guy. And they're like, Justin, we're not supposed to let you in. But this the trainer wants to talk to you. So this guy comes up to me. He was I wouldn't say he's soft, but he wasn't a football coach. And he's like, Justin, what's your problem? You're late. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry. I, you know, I can't believe this. And you, you've never met him before this point. No, I just saw him in the training, um, but never, never talked to him one-on-one ever. So he boldly came up to you. You were late. You knew it. You walked in and he walked up to you strong like that. Strong in my face. And he's like, Justin, what's your problem? Are you late? And then I, he was, he said, Justin, it's not about being sorry. It's not about believing it. It's about showing up. He's like, Justin, why aren't you showing up? And he got my face even more. And he put his hands on my head and he was like, Justin, he was like, you should be the person that comes for 20 to 20 minutes early. That's encouraging people. And that's inspiring people. Why aren't you showing up, Justin? And it came to me where like, it, like the story in Genesis to get deep on you, where God says, Hey, you know, Adam, where are you? Where God gave Adam this gifts responsibility. He told him, he gave him power. He told him to subdue the land. And it wasn't, 
Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't that he didn't know where he was, right? He's the god of the universe. But why do you think he was asking that question? Yeah, he, he didn't care physically where he was. He was like, Adam, like, where are you? Why haven't you showed up? And that's when it hit me, bro, where like if I go to the grocery, if you've been given any set of talent, abilities, two legs, eyes to see, education, it. whatever it is, whenever you go to the grocery store or you have an interaction with anybody, anything, it's your responsibility to show up. And bro, if 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 Billy Bowie, if Justin Kershaw, if anybody that's been given any gifts, if if your name and God's name is not known by the time you leave this world, it's your own fault. If you go to the grocery store and people don't know who you are and you don't know who they, who they are, it's your own fault. You're responsible for that. So that in itself changed my life. And so showing up for me means it means realizing your God-given talent to make an impact to glorify God. Woo! All right. Well, the interview's over, man. Thank you all for listening in. And uh, we'll see y'all. No, but like, it, but it's amazing that that sounds so great. You know, that sounds yeah. so wonderful. And we're on a podcast and folks are listening in. It just sounds so sweet and so lovely. And oh, that's just, he's yeah. so motivating that, Justin. But life is not always easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are walls that we hit and there it is. It is a grip to show up sometimes. I mean, it's like, I don't even know. So how, how, tell me about a time when you've overcome something where it was, it was a grip since that moment where Chris grabbed your head and like said, show up and you got it and you were walking like from that moment until, um, until now, tell me a moment where a failure happened and you had to remind yourself to show up, take me through that mindset and maybe how some of our listeners can, can grab a hold of some, some key things there. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll tell you about today where, uh, I have a, I try to walk my dog every morning. It's it's a win-win. I get to go out for a walk. I pray. He gets to handle his business. And uh, a lot of times I'll just, I'll, I'll have clarity in thinking. And the what came to me today is uh, about not being selfish. It was uh, having the mind of Christ, Philippians 2, verse 15. I looked in the Bible and I read it. And it talked about, you know, um, you know, not doing things out of selfish ambition or greed, but do things, put your, put other people before you put yourself. So I'm journaling, I'm reading my Bible. The It's like a crisp fall morning in Ohio. And then my kids and my wife wake up. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. I'm yep. like, man, you know, I don't, I don't, I want to be selfish. You know, they're eating all the sauces that I'm cooking. I'm cooking this. I'm the one that cleaned up yesterday and they're dirtying up the house, you know, and and I like what you said. It all sounds good on a podcast or all motivation. And then all that goes out the window once you get popped in the mouth. One of the football analog- analogies I like is everybody has a plan until you get hit. And the same as in life, everybody's motivated and ready to go until you leave the summit of greatness, until you know your kids do wake up, until they tell you no or, or disrespectful. And I think in life, Billy, you have to have reminders like you know, I, I know I'm married, but I wear a ring, not only for other people to know, but sometimes to remind myself like, hey, this is a covenant I made. And the context to define the context of, a, of life, it's not a spa. It's not a vacation. It's a fight. And bro, you have to fight for what you learn. You have to fight to implement what you learn, because just like in football, your technique is good on air. It's good in practice. But if you get hit in the mouth, that's where it counts. And I, bro, I've started carrying a mouthpiece to remind myself, like, look, this is a fight. And if I want to be patient, loving, kind, generous, good, gentle with my kids, I have to I have to fight to do that. I don't have to fight them. I have to fight to do that. So that's where I'm at, man, because um, everything's good where you're by yourself. But once the rubber hits the road, that's when it matters. Well, I'm looking at your Instagram right now. Those of you that are not following Justin Kershaw's, make sure you go follow right now. I'm looking at uh, the last couple of videos you have. 
And I, I love the T-shirt that I got when I got a chance to be on your podcast called Plank Sessions. That's a shameless plug. Make sure you go check that out. But you gave me this shirt that says, there ain't no ordinary Tuesdays. That's right. And you've got, so you've got this mouthpiece you carry around to remind yourself when you get hit, what you do with that. And you've got this, this idea about ain't no ordinary Tuesdays. Tell the listeners about that movement. It kind of became, as you, as you told me, it was kind of a fun thing you did with your kids and they liked it. And then it became something you did on social media. And I know the very first video I ever saw of you was that video (laughs) of you getting amped just around this ain't no ordinary Tuesday. So tell the listeners about that and then maybe tie it in to why that's so important to you. Yeah, man. I think every moment is precious. Um, You know, life is a vapor and, you know, busy is the new stupid. Those are, are, um, you know, those are are statements that I really try to live by. And a lot of times we can get so consumed with money and gathering information that we just get bored with the mundane and the ordinary. And I remember it was a, it was a Tuesday and I'm like, you know what, man, it's just an ordinary Tuesday. What am I doing? And I had to do something to jolt my system. And I just started doing that, you know, because I really think if we're intentional, man, that every moment is precious. Every interaction is precious. There's never going to be another, you know, October 10th, 2019. We have to live in the moment. Uh, God is the great I am. He's not the great I was. He's right now present with us. And um, yeah, man, I think every moment, every day is special. And you know, Tuesdays are one of those days where, you know, Monday you might be fired up to get back. Tuesday, it's like, man, it's, I can't wait till Wednesday and Thursday, but no, it's the right now. And I even look at, man, I was telling you before we started recording that um, I love your concept, bro, about fours. Like, I wonder, I saw you posing with pictures, man, when you were holding up fours, and I thought it meant something totally different. And then when I saw it, that, I was, like, you thought it meant like hug you or something. Hug, like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in this leadership training and, like you, like one was like, I don't want to hug you. Two was get away from me. Three was something else. Four was hug. I was like, oh, Billy went through the training. Cool. But I, <laughs> I was like, man, he wants to hug everybody. <laughs> but, um, but even your concept of that is even more powerful, bro, where it's like, listen, why are you bringing more in the fourth quarter? The fourth quarter is not promised. Throw up the fours in the first quarter. Every moment is precious. There's nothing ordinary about it. It's very unique. Attack it that way. So, yeah, man, that's where that came from, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the idea that, and I released a video on Facebook about this, and it, it lines up so well with Ain't No Ordinary Tuesdays. It's just simply saying, again, it's a concept of showing up, that I'm bringing something to the table that's either pushing the ball down the field or it's retracting backwards. I'm either advancing the cause of good or I'm retreating back and allowing negative to take over. And so mm-hmm. it's not that we're ignoring that when the kids wake up or – you know, something happens bad at work or I get punched in the mouth or whatever it might be. It's, it's deciding in that moment. That's the pivotal ones. I mean, we can look at any great leader throughout history has made a decision when they get punched in the mouth. I'm going to pursue this as a fourth quarter mindset, as an ain't no ordinary Tuesday, or I'm not. It's one of the two. It's binary. So I love, love that concept. And um, as you know, this podcast is called Created for Experience. Tell me what that word means to you. Like when you hear the word experience, what does that mean? Uh, experience is your take on life. Um, wow. <laughs> Hold on, Billy. <laughs> that is, uh, experience is, um, uh, just the concept of an experience. When you hear that word, what does it, yeah. what does it do to your psyche? What does it do to your, your, your mindset? I know it's, it's an interesting word to define and I like to ask it cause it kind of throws people off, but yeah, what do you think uh, of when you hear it? It's your, it's, it's, uh, the story, the way you're interpreting the world around you and what, what makes you who you are. 
Yeah, it's yeah. good. And, and for me, when I think about we have the opportunity to co-create as we move along the decisions that we make, as you mentioned, having faith in the, the goodness and the bigness of who God is, but also while we're here, we get an opportunity to make the decisions and pursue people and love and connect and, and do all those and combine. So I just think there's an opportunity we have every day to decide if we're going to be created for an average experience or created for a great experience, which is why we put this podcast together. And so I want to get lo- real practical about experiences while you're on the planet. So let me ask you just a couple of fun ones here. Yeah. What is your favorite um, experience you've ever been to? Like when, when you've gone to something or been somewhere, what's your favorite, favorite experience? I'd say uh, being in the delivery room <laughs> with yeah. my kids. Yeah. That was, that's as real as it gets, man. It's, it's humbling. Yeah. I, I remember when my daughter was born and then right when she was born, I held her and she peed all over me. And I was like, wait, what? I thought only boys did that. And I, she, she loves that story. I tell her now and she just laughs. She goes, remember when I peed all over you? I was like, yeah, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, but man, it's those, I've had the same experience. <laughs> it's, those mo- it's those moments between the moments, right? It's the conversation you didn't expect. It's yeah. the, um, it's maybe for me, it's, it's concerts that I've been to. It's something outside, but I think in life, and I'd love to get your take on this is, a lot of times we're waiting for something from the outside to happen for us to have a better life experience where I think what you're communicating through the power mobility method, which is your impact you want to have with dads through ain't no ordinary two day Tuesdays through all the content you produce on plank sessions. You're trying to find out that intrinsic inside of me thing that can create that better experience. So tell me the difference with you as you walk around as a leader experiences that happen outside of you that impact you versus the things that happen inside of you. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I want to say something real quick, bro. Is I sincerely mean this, and I want I want people to hear this if you're listening. Is that like I, what I've learned from you, Billy? Is um, I've learned so much from you. Even I remember the first time we met. It was like the first week we met, and we had some time to kill before we flew out. And like we, you like drove to uh, to see the Hollywood sign. You know what I mean? Yep. And we just rolled around and we talked. And there's a show called Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee by Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. I, I love that show because I mean I know it's edited and it's still like a it's for entertainment, but it's two people just chopping it up. They're paying cheap I mean, no coffee's that expensive, maybe ten dollars for some coffee and donuts or whatever. And they're just talking and they're living life. And um, you know, you have day to day experiences like that where you can just like it's the normal, you know, like every time I open up my eyes, it's a blessing. Like it's really a gift. And I remember you were you were so intentional about telling me to go see uh, Justin Timberlake and um, to watch The Greatest Showman. You were like, "Bro, you got to watch these. These are those are those are the two non-negotiables. Those are like the two." <laughs> yeah, and so it's like what I learned from you is like, you know what, man? I need to soak, be intentional, and soak up these experiences, not only in the you know perceived mundane, but also in like big experience. So. Um, I'm reading uh, my my daughter. She br- just brought home Maya Angelou's a book. Um, I know why the cage bird sings, and like I, I was reading it to her, and then she fell asleep, and I read it for 50 minutes more because I was hearing Maya Angelou's experience as a child, you know. And Maya Angelou never knew in that moment that she was going to re- write that, and you know, a 34 year old guy in Columbus, Ohio, was going to read it to his daughter. She'll fall asleep and be fascinated by her t- talking about how she like you know, clean the pigs, you know, clean the pigs up after dinner. So anyways, it's just, uh, 
Yeah, I think everybody everybody's experiences is different. Um, I heard a quote, winners focus on winning, losers, losers focus on winners, losers focus on winners. And like, don't look at the, that's why I think social media is dangerous, man. Don't always look at like Dwayne Johnson or whoever it is that you, you're looking at their life. Like you're creating a masterpiece right now in your life that you don't even know of, you know, and God can do something great with that. Um, so yeah, man, I hope that answers the question. No, it's perfect. And I, and I love the concept of, it's a newer concept I've heard of and, some of you listening have been hearing this for a long time. Sometimes I'm a little bit behind the times, but you've heard the concept of FOMO, which is fear of missing out. Yeah. <laughs> There's this person that I met recently, and I can't even remember her name online talking about this, but JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. Cool. And count it joy when it's when you don't necessarily are in the big thing. It's it's in those moments when we can just find that absolute joy in the in the mundane. But as you mentioned, having those things on your calendar that that are big too. Um, Jesse Itzler, who's um, yeah. is an amazing, um, got an amazing session. I just went through with him called build your life resume. He talks about this, this concept of putting something on your calendar every single year that will last the other 364 days. Yeah. And so putting some sort of experience there that will last, um, that the memory side, the rest. So I'm, I've been working on that too. And I would say that I'm pretty average at it. And so the listeners that are listening in, put something on your calendar the next 90 days, it will be memorable yeah. for us. We just put uh, the Polar Express. We're going to take this really cool train ride where it's kind of like the Polar Express movie live with our family uh, during the Christmas season. So that's one thing that's going to be super memorable for us. It will be new and unique. So I'm trying to figure out um, how I can challenge people to do that same thing. So I love that, man. I want to um, I want to transition a little bit to the power mobility method, mm-hmm. um, how it works, um, what you're working on. I know you have an amazing webinar that, that lays out a lot of um, the things that you're doing the actual program itself. So I just love for folks to hear a little bit more about your heart behind this, this uh, program you have. Yeah. So um, the, the program actually started before I even knew it. And it was uh, for my own dad. I saw the power of fatherhood through my dad, Daryl Kershaw. And growing up, my dad was a football player. He was a police officer. He was uh he owned a pizza restaurant. Like he was just a go getter. And I remember coming home in third grade and I saw my dad on the Oprah Winfrey show. He got invited for a case that he was over as a detective. And I can remember like just thinking like, yeah, like I'll be on Oprah one day. Like, you know, that's what I'll that's what I'll do. And then my dad introduced me to the weight room. And that really changed my life because I was, you know, kind of a slow and clumsy kid. But I fell in love with the weight room and football. And so uh, I realized that there is no manual for being a good dad. And like we talked about earlier, the physical reflects the mental. And the power mobility method is a collection of workouts and emotional intelligent tips and spirituality and just practical measures that a man can put into his life for 30 days and then replicate that for the rest of his life. And it's uh, so in, in a nutshell, it's a it's a great workout, 30 day workout, and it's emotional intelligence and practical steps to make you a more powerful man in every aspect of your life. So 30 days, intentional focus on not just the workouts, but a lot of other great, beautiful things that folks might've never thought about before of how they can grow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's always, there's a challenge each day uh, or a stretch we call it. And it uh, stretches you to do something that'll take you out of your comfort zone, but it will also bring power to your life. And when we say love power, it, power it so you can love other people. I love it. And I, and I love all of the different videos you're putting out. You in particular, like doing squats in the middle of the uh, vegetable section at the grocery <laughs> store, like holding a child and lifting weights. Like, like it, it's not just your normal uh, workout routines. This is designed to be fun because life is supposed to be fun, y'all. 
Absolutely. Those that are listening in, it's, it's designed for you to smile more than you frown. It's designed for us to, to step up to the plate and decide, man, whether it's death, whether it's cancer, whether it's frustration, whether it's happiness, whether it's joy, whether it's a roller coaster ups or downs, we've got to figure out ways that we can create a better life experience. It's just worth it. Absolutely. It is just, it, it is just absolutely 100% worth it. I was just watching um, today, actually, the documentary uh, from Ed Sheeran. His, it's an amazing documentary called Songwriter, which shows him how he writes music. And I've seen it a few times, just watched it again today, and just reminded of how he is fully in the moment, and he trusts the next experience he's about to have, mm. and takes all Love of his that. intuition and just moves into it. And actually, I'm really excited um, to have my first TED Talk that I'm doing. What? Um, it's, it's called Leveraging the Elements of Hip-Hop to Unleash the Leader Within. Mm. So I'm excited to take the elements of freestyle hip-hop about uh, how you trust your intuition, how you measure all the variables around you, how you can mix that into a story and allow leaders to grow in that. And so I, I just, I just love how you've really pressed in, as you said, this idea started with your dad and, and then it sort of morphed into, and I've watched you over this, this last season morph into, Hey, this could be an ebook or an online course, or it could be an event. I mean, regardless of how it's deployed, the heartbeat that you have is amazing. So listeners, uh, if you know, particularly a dad out there that this would benefit, where, where should they go to find this? What's the easiest spot, Justin? Yeah, bro. Just go uh, check out our YouTube page. There's a link there. Um, just search me and YouTube, Justin Kershaw. Go to our page, and there's a link right there. They can sign up for it. Nice. Yep. I love it. Well, Billy, too, I got I got to interrupt you because I think this will help out some of the listeners. Um, yeah. Is that I remember I was talking to you about, um, like, like Billy, you know, you're, you're a believer. You're a man of integrity. How – how can you justify listening to hip hop? And you looked at me and you were like, man, it's all a story. You know, it's a story. Um, and I thought about that, man. Then I, I like looked in the Bible and, you know, like there's some very like, you know, rated R, rated X stuff in the Bible. And it was funny. I was talking to I was part of this uh, men's group and there's a guy who's a very conservative guy. And he was like, man, I watch, uh, he leads the group. He's a minister. He was like, man, well, you know, I watch uh, Game of Thrones. And like, I was like, like, that's okay, man. And he was like, yeah, there was a guy online judging Christians for doing that. I was like, bro, have you not read the Bible and some of the, you know, the interactions? And he also said to me, he was like, you know, sometimes people question life and he brought, he referenced Lord of the Rings. He was like, you know, um, the guy could have went from point A to point B. I mean, like just, he could have walked up the mountain and put the ring in. It would have been over. He was like, but why don't you think that happened like that? I said, because it was boring. It would have been boring. And that's life, man. Like if you're not going through, going through things, experiencing things, then life is, I mean, this, I like what you said. Life is supposed to be about joy, fun, the adventure and the experience, man. So you opened up my eyes that day. I don't know if you remember the conversation, but you really did. Oh man. I I love talking to people about not just, not just hip hop, but really challenging how we view arts, you know, whether it's however we perceive it, we think we can step away from these things and become quote unquote more holy or, or different or not polluting our minds. Yeah. I, I, there is, there is a part of that where we need to protect ourselves, but bigger than that, I think we could dive in and learn the stories of people and understand if we peel back all the layers, we can learn more about people. And that's how, man, the joy comes. That's how relational connection comes. So yeah, I'm excited, man. So during this podcast, it'll be linked up somewhere. You can go watch that TED talk and I'm excited to, uh, be able to check that out. But enough of the noise we're talking about. <laughs> enough of that noise we're saying right now. It's time to take you to the experience factory. Now, listen, most people don't make it out. 
I got to be honest, man. Most people do not make it out. They don't make it out, man. It's like they go in and they get so flustered they don't know how to get out. So I just hope you're ready because I'm going to play a series of sounds. And if you can't answer me fast enough, man, it's going to be a strike. It's almost like the report card. We're going to send you to the principal's office if you don't get it right. All right. Get it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're gonna have some fun. So I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a couple sound effects for you. I got real dramatic right there. I got like I took it somewhere where I didn't intend that to go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but we're gonna play some sounds, and I just want you to tell me where that takes you. So yeah. listeners, those tuning in too, I'd love for you to have a little uh, experience with us. So let's try this one now. This is a little lighthearted. Let's see where this one goes. Christmas time as a kid. Yeah, tell me about it. So Christmas time as a kid, I'm I'm just becoming familiar with the world. My mom has cookies. There's like, you know, Christmas lights, stockings hanging up. I'm just enjoying the warmth, the festivities. Yeah, man. I love that. I like it. All right, let's try this one. Yeah, um, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, uh, watching it on Sundays, not really knowing what's going on. <laughs> wishing I could drive a NASCAR, I think it'd be cool. I think NASCAR is one of those, one of those events where it's like how I'd rather, definitely rather be a participant any day of the week than a spectator. No doubt, but it's one of the most amazing places to go to people watch. Because listen, like you go to a NASCAR race. <laughs> whoa, listen, I I used to do some events with Domino's Pizza and got to host the uh, Budweiser shootout Friday night race at Daytona Speedway, which was amazing. It was my first ever race. And so the people at Domino's are like, yeah, Billy, just go go stand next to the track down there, and uh, you'll be able to see the cars up close. And of course, I didn't have ear, you know, earplugs or anything. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I go down there. Listen, like, I about lost my mind. It was so loud. It was like jet engines and like mullets were the norm. I mean, it was beautiful, man. I loved it. So. Oh, yeah, man. I went to one race, Billy, and it was kind of the same, man. I could not believe how people were – I mean, they were devoted to like Dale Earnhardt oh, yeah. Jr. I mean, tattoos are their signature. It was crazy, man. I love oh, yeah. It. You don't mess with it. It's like, you know, NFL and you get some with Major League Baseball. But, man, NASCAR, you got your guy and your number. Like, don't mess with it. So don't play. Let's try it. Let's try this one out. You ready? Yep. Man, I think about when I brought my uh, my buddy raised a turkey for me. And I got my friend one, and I, I like carried one into his barbershop, a live turkey, and I handed it to him. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift, man. All right, peace out. See you later. <laughs> and everybody was jealous in the barbershop. They're like, why didn't you get me one, man? I'm like, dude, you didn't ask. <laughs> all right, I got a couple more. Let's yeah. see. This is, uh, this is going to go to the movie. Go to the big screen, all right? Let's go. This is old school. Let's see what happens. You know what that sound is, bro? I I I've been familiar, but I don't know what it is, man. You ever swim in the ocean? Is that Jaws? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So man, it makes me think about the uh, Jaws video game on Nintendo that was sick. <laughs> you remember that game? Yeah. Yeah, that game was sick, bro. Like I never really saw the movie, but that video game was awesome. That's what it makes. Yeah. Me think about. I love it, man. Zelda and Contra, up, up, yeah. down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. That's how you get that unlimited lives, man. Bro, you know what's funny? That That's how you get the unlimited uh, levels on Sonic, on Sega Genesis, up, down, left, right, hold A, push, start. Oh. That's crazy. No. <laughs> Unlocks, baby. Unlocks. All right. 
couple more. Let's see. This yeah. is a, this is a tricky one. All right. Let's see. You got to listen close. And you got to listen fast for this. Yeah. One. All right. Let's see. Here we go. Oh yeah, come on, man! Shake it like a Polaroid picture, bro. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that the people at Polaroid say you're not supposed to do that? Really? They don't know. Yeah, they say. About. Yeah, it's like you know, Big Boy and Andre said, "No, this is what we do," and then Polaroid said, "No, you're not supposed to do that." So, wow. Um, let's try. Let's try the last one right here. Last one. Ladies and gentlemen. Now introducing the captain, Michigan State Spartans. You know this song. You know this song. I'm going to turn it up real loud. I'm getting hype in the studio right now. All right, where does that take you? Bro, it just made me start dancing. I couldn't, I don't know what song it is, Billy, but I'm just like dancing right now. I can't stop. (laughs) <laughs> well that's the that's the Kerncraft 400 sports chant that's like the most uh most played in any sports arena right now so um mm-hmm. yeah man that's the tune Crazy. but i want to give you an opportunity one final thought either something that i didn't ask something you wish you would have said something you want to encourage the listeners with give me one final thought wow bro um i think there's so much more to life than we've been told and um I'm going to get deep on you. Like my little daughter was, uh, she was laying next to my, uh, my dog, his name's happy. And like, she was like messing with him and, you know, poking at him and you could see his like teeth, but he wouldn't hurt. He was just like, I saw his teeth open. It reminded me of like how lions are conditioned in circuses to like be tamed by this little trainer, but the lion could clearly rip the trainer apart, but they've just been conditioned and I think a lot of times men in life, we've, we are conditioned to think that we're supposed to work a nine to five our whole lives, you know, do the same thing every day, but we were created for more. And, uh, you know, I'm a Christian. Jesus said he came to give life and to give it more abundantly. And so I think the Lord has abundant life for all of us. Trust in Jesus. Life's a fight. It's not a day at the spa. You're going to have to fight fight through some things, but you're put here for a purpose and a reason, and that's to reflect the goodness, the power, and the love of God. So that's what I'll drop the mic on, bro. Boom. Drop that mic. I love it, man. And then when we can step outside of ourselves and examine something new and see that there's just a bigger picture to be told. I love that you said there's there's much more than we've been told. So I hope listeners, I hope this encouraged you to, to explore, to look, to examine your own life experience, see where you are and see where you could be. Justin, it has been a blessing having you on the show, man. Bro, thanks for having me, man. I love you, bro. You made me a better man, dog. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, bro. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I don't know. Sometimes I sing on the podcast. Abby's sitting next to me just shaking her head. She's not really nodding, but she's smiling, so it's all good. But I hope you're laughing, and if you're still listening, it means like, hey, you have an interest in what I'm up to, and I could not be more grateful. But if you hadn't subscribed, I'm mad at you. I'm just kidding. I'm not mad, but I love you hit subscribe because then you get the new one that comes out, and I promise each time I attempt to be entertaining and educational and inspiring at the same time, and I hope this podcast did that for you because I love Justin. The words that he said inspire me so much to be a better human, to be a better dad, to be a better father, to be a better leader. And I hope that the same for you. So if you like this, please forward it along. We're doing a lot of really cool things on the Keep It Fresh Chronicle. That's the weekly email. If you don't know about it, you should know about it. Go to keepitfresh.vip. 
And I promise not to flood your email inbox. We're just sending meaningful things to you. Three tips that every leader needs to know sent from me to you weekly. So go check that out. I hope that the Creative for Experience podcast is something you look forward to because I'm so grateful to put these together and to put these out. So much love. Have a fantastic day. And peace out.